Section twelve of Micrographia. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Micrographia by Robert Hooke. Observation eight of the fiery sparks struck from a flint or steel it is a very common experiment by striking with a flint against a steel to make certain fiery and shining sparks to fly out from between those two compressing bodies about eight years since upon casually reading the explication of this odd phenomenon by the most ingenious descartes i had a great desire to be satisfied what that substance was that gave such a shining and bright light and to that end i spread a sheet of white paper and on it observing the place where several of these sparks seemed to vanish i found certain very small black but glittering spots of a movable substance each of which examining with my microscope i found to be a small round globule some of which as they looked pretty small so did they from their surface yield a very bright and strong reflection on that side which was next the light and each looked almost like a pretty bright iron ball whose surface was pretty regular such as is represented by the figure a in this i could perceive the image of the window pretty well or of a stick which i moved up and down between the light and it others i found which were as to the bulk of the ball pretty regularly round but the surface of them as it was not very smooth but rough and more irregular so was the reflection from it more faint and confused such were the surfaces of b c d and e some of these i found cleft or cracked as c others quite broken in two and hollow as d which seemed to be half the hollow shell of a granado broken irregularly in pieces several others i found of other shapes but that which is represented by e i observed to be a very big spark of fire which went out upon one side of the flint that i struck far withal to which it stuck by the root f at the end of which small stem was fastened on a hemisphere or half a hollow ball with the mouth of it open from the stemwards so that it looked much like a funnel or an old-fashioned bowl without a foot this night making many trials and observations of this experiment i met among a multitude of the globular ones which i had observed a couple of instances which are very remarkable to the confirmation of my hypothesis and the first was of a pretty big ball fastened on to the end of a small sliver of iron which compositum seemed to be nothing else but a long thin chip of iron one of whose ends was melted into a small round globule 
the other end remaining unmelted and irregular and perfectly iron the second instance was not less remarkable than the first for i found when a spark went out nothing but a very small thin long sliver of iron or steel unmelted at either end so that it seems that some of these sparks are the slivers or chips of the iron vitrified others are only the slivers melted into balls without vitrification and the third kind are only small slivers of the iron made red-hot with the violence of the stroke given on the steel by the flint he that shall diligently examine the phenomena of this experiment will i doubt not find cause to believe that the reason i have heretofore given of it is the true and genuine cause of it namely that the spark appearing so bright in the falling is nothing else but a small piece of the steel or flint but most commonly of the steel which by the violence of the stroke is at the same time severed and heat red hot and that sometimes to such a degree as to make it melt together into a small globule of steel and sometimes also is that heat so very intense as further to melt it and vitrify it but many times the heat is so gentle as to be able to make the sliver only red-hot which notwithstanding falling upon the tinder that is only a very curious small coal made of the small threads of linen burnt to coals and charred it easily sets it on fire nor will any part of this hypothesis seem strange to him that considers first that either hammering or filing or otherwise violently rubbing of steel will presently make it so hot as to be able to burn one's fingers next that the whole force of the stroke is exerted upon that small part where the flint and steel first touch for the bodies being each of them so very hard the pulls cannot be far communicated that is the parts of each can yield but very little and therefore the violence of the concussion will be exerted on that piece of steel which is cut off by the flint thirdly that the filings or small parts of steel are very apt as it were to take fire and are presently red-hot that is there seems to be a very combustible sulphurous body in iron or steel which the air very readily preys upon as soon as the body is a little violently heated and this is obvious in the filings of steel or iron cast through the flame of a candle for even by that sudden transitus of the small chips of iron they are heat red-hot and that combustible sulphurous body is presently preyed upon and devoured by the aerial encompassing menstruum whose office in this particular i have shewn in the explication of charcoal and in prosecution of this experiment having taken the filings of iron and steel and with the point of a knife 
cast them through the flame of a candle i observed where some conspicuous shining particles fell and looking on them with my microscope i found them to be nothing else but such round globules as i formerly found the sparks struck from the steel by a stroke to be only a little bigger and shaking together all the filings that had fallen upon the sheet of paper underneath and observing them with the microscope i found a great number of small globules such as the former though there were also many of the parts that had remained untouched and rough filings or chips of iron so that it seems iron does contain a very combustible sulphurous body which is in all likelihood one of the causes of this phenomenon and which may be perhaps very much concerned in the business of its hardening and tempering of which somewhat is said in the description of muscovy glass so that these things considered we need not trouble ourselves to find out what kind of pores they are both in the flint and steel that contain the atoms of fire nor how these atoms come to be hindered from running all out when a door or passage in their pores is made by the concussion nor need we trouble ourselves to examine by what prometheus the element of fire comes to be fetched down from above the regions of the air in what cells or boxes it is kept and what epimetheus lets it go nor to consider what it is that causes so great a conflux of the atomical particles of fire which are said to fly to a flaming body like vultures or eagles to a putrefying carcass and there to make a very great pudder since we have nothing more difficult in this hypothesis to conceive first as to the kindling of tinder then how a large iron bullet let fall red or glowing hot upon a heap of small coal should set fire to those that are next to it first nor secondly is this last more difficult to be explicated than that a body as silver for instance put into a weak menstruum as unrectified aquafortis should when it is put in a great heat be there dissolved by it and not before which hypothesis is more largely explicated in the description of charcoal to conclude we see by this instance how much experiments may conduce to the regulating of philosophical notions for if the most acute descartes had applied himself experimentally to have examined what substance it was that caused that shining of the falling sparks struck from a flint and a steel he would certainly have a little altered his hypothesis and we should have found that his ingenious principles would have admitted a very plausible explication of this phenomenon whereas by not examining so far as he might he has set down an explication which experiment does contradict but before i leave this description 
i must not forget to take notice of the globular form into which each of these is most curiously formed and this phenomenon as i have elsewhere more largely shewn proceeds from a propriety which belongs to all kinds of fluid bodies more or less and is caused by the incongruity of the ambient and included fluid which so acts and modulates each other that they acquire as near as is possible a spherical or globular form which propriety and several of the phenomena that proceed from it i have more fully explicated in the sixth observation one experiment which does very much illustrate my present explication and is in itself exceeding pretty i must not pass by and that is a way of making small globules or balls of lead or tin as small almost as these of iron or steel and that exceeding easily and quickly by turning the filings or chips of those metals also into perfectly round globules the way in short as i received it from the learned physician dr i g is this reduce the metal you would thus shape into exceeding fine filings the finer the filings are the finer will the balls be stratify these filings with the fine and well-dried powder of quicklime in a crucible proportioned to the quantity you intend to make when you have thus filled your crucible by continual stratifications of the filings and powder so that as near as may be no one of the filings may touch another place the crucible in a gradual fire and by degrees let it be brought to a heat big enough to make all the filings that are mixed with the quicklime to melt and no more for if the fire be too hot many of these filings will join and run together whereas if the heat be proportioned upon washing the lime dust in fair water all those small filings of the metal will subside to the bottom in a most curious powder consisting all of exactly round globules which if it be very fine is very excellent to make hourglasses of now though quicklime be the powder that this direction makes choice of yet i doubt not but that there may be much more convenient ones found out one of which i have made trial of and found very effectual and were it not for discovering by the mentioning of it another secret which i am not free to impart i should have here inserted it End of section 12